0: Hare Krishna everyone! We are continuing to read the teachings of Lord Kapila, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. We have been really, we've skipped, I think, three days in the past week, because there was Nrisimha Chaturdashi celebration in Mayapur, and there was uh, two days which were very, very hectic due to one uh, very important task that I was given some service to the Lord, and uh, it's been really, really uh, nectarian and ecstatic, but very, very intense. So I am planning to upload three episodes in a row because I want to read to my heart's content now. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing some reading, like personal reading, but recording the episode really requires some additional arrangements. So. I'm very sorry to keep you waiting. So let's, without further ado, let's dive in. Text 17, chapter 9. Purifying the mind for self-realization. Text 19. Mm, 17. Hmm. Tada purusha atmanam Param Nirantaram svayam jyotir anīmānam akhanditam translation at that time the soul can see himself to be transcendental to material existence and always self effulgent never fragmented although very minute in size purport in a state of pure consciousness or krishna consciousness one can see himself as a minute particle non-different from the Supreme Lord. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, the jiva or the individual soul is eternally part and parcel of the Supreme Lord. Just as the sun's rays are minute particles of the brilliant sun, so a living entity is a minute Particle of the Supreme Spirit. The individual soul and the Supreme Soul, the Supreme Lord, are not separated as in material differentiation. The individual soul is a particle from the very beginning. One should not think that because the individual soul is a particle, it is fragmented from the whole spirit. Mayavada philosophy enunciates that the whole spirit exists, but a part of it, which is called the jiva, is entrapped by illusion. This philosophy, however, is unacceptable, because spirit cannot be divided like a fragment of matter, That part, the jiva, is eternally a part. As long as the supreme spirit exists, his part and parcel also exists. As long as the sun exists, the molecules of the sun's rays also exist. The jiva particle is estimated in the Vedic literature to be one ten ten thousandth the size of the upper portion of a hair. He is therefore infinitesimal. The Supreme Spirit is infinite, but the living entity or individual soul is infinitesimal, although he is not different in quality from the Supreme Spirit. Two words in this verse are to be particularly noted. One is nirantaram, which means non different, non different, or of the same quality. The individual soul is also expressed here as animanam. Animanam means infinitesimal. The Supreme Spirit is all pervading, but The very small spirit is the individual soul. Akanditam means not exactly fragmented, but constitutionally always infinitesimal. No one can separate the molecular parts of the sunshine from the sun. But at the same time, the molecular part of the sunshine is not as expansive as the sun itself. Similarly, the living entity, by his constitutional position, is qualitatively the same as the Supreme Spirit, but he is infinitesimal. Self realization means seeing one's proper identity as the infinitesimal jiva. At the present moment we are seeing the body, but this is not our proper identity. We have no vision of the real person occupying the body. The first lesson we receive from Bhagavad Gita 2.13 informs us that the body and the owner of the body are different. When we can understand that we are not the body, that is the beginning of self realization, and that is called the Brahma Bhuta stage. Aham Brahmasmi I am not this material body but spirit soul. And what are the characteristics of the jiva, the soul? First of all, he is animanam, very minute, infinitesimal. We are also jyoti, effulgent, like God, but God is Brahma-jyoti, all-pervading and infinite. According to to the Mayavada philosophy, we are the same as that Brahma-jyoti. Mayavadis give the example of a pot and the sky. Outside the pot there is sky, and within the pot there is sky. The separation is only due to the wall of the pot. When the pot is broken, the inside and outside, the inside and the outside become one. However, This example does not properly apply to the soul, as it is described in Bhagavad Gita 2.24. Achidyoyam, adahyoyam, akledyo shosya, evacha, nitya sarvagatas tanur, achaloyam sanatana. Quote. This individual soul is unbreakable and insoluble and can be neither burned nor dried. He is everlasting, all pervading, unchangeable, immovable, and eternally the same. Unquote. The soul cannot be cut in pieces. Or segmented. This means that the soul is eternally, perpetually, minute. We are the eternal parts and parcels of Sri Krishna. As Sri Krishna himself states in Bhagavad Gita 15.7. Jīva Bhūta Sanātana The living entities in the conditioned world are my eternal, fragmental parts. The word Sanātana means eternal, and the word Amsha means particles. God, Krishna, is very great. No one is equal to Him or greater than Him. It is said that God is great, but we do not actually realize how great God is. He is so great that millions of universes are emanating from the pores of His body. Yesya kani svasitakala vilaja jagadandanaata. Vishnu mahansaiha yesya kalavi sheisho, Govinda madipurusham tamaham bajami. The Brahmas and other lords of the my mundane worlds appear from the pores. Of the Mahavishnu and remain alive for the duration of his one exhalation. I adore the primeval Lord Govinda, for Mahavishnu is a portion of his plenary portion," unquote. Brahma Samhita 5.48. This would be very mm, Interesting, fascinating for the physicists who understand that there is law of relativity, that on other planets the time as we perceive it is different, will imagine. Outside, like our universe, our entire universe is one universe among many universes which are like pouring out of Lord Mahavishnu's pores, pores the pores of the skin. And it is said that there are as many universes from each pore of the skin of Mahavishnu, as many as there's dust coming out of the window, out of the open window. And they are they exist during the one inhalation, exhalation of the Lord. He exhales, the universes come about. Then he inhales, the universes are destroyed, and all the living entities go back into his heart. And then again. You know? I mean unless we go back to Godhead, of course, and reestablish our eternal relationship. But I always found it like really incredible how you know, like the life of Brahma is I mean if you go into this in Bhagavad Gita it's uh, we will be going through these calculations that uh, how many years of earthly years is it according to heavenly planets according to Lord Brahma it's like unimaginable to us how long he lives how long this universe exists and then on top of that like all of this is just one exhalation of Mahavishnu really really puts life in pers- perspective you know how that's why Shaprapa just now said, we know that God is great, but how great he is. And that's why I love Srila Prabhupada's books. I love the way he gave us access to Vedic literatures, which describe God in such a way. We just describe the Lord in such a way that you're like, wow, yes, this is God. You know, Okay, we're going to stop here for today and we're going to continue in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. The link to this book is in the description. See you. Hare Krishna.